0: Welcome to out of the box podcast hey Farron how's it going
1: what's happening everything is going well it's going fast and furious though.
0: yeah what what'd you been up to
1: well the end of year is just coming but I have been just hustling headed to all these great team opens getting to see lots of great events and there's been a lot of teams so the sport a team open for where I've been has been very exciting
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, it's been pretty busy here at the office, too. We've been getting a lot of phone calls and lots of entries coming in. And I just wanted to kind of update everybody on some of the timelines here at the office. You know, all entries must be paid and in office by October 14th. That is not the postmark deadline. So it has to be in our office, in our hands. And if it's not, you can call in over the phone with a credit card by October 14th. We will be working that Friday. So um, we'll be here taking everything you need. Um, Stalls are filling up super quick. We only have around 200 left. So when they're gone, they're gone and you're on your own. So if you've been waiting or procrastinating getting stalls, you need to get that done and in a hurry.
1: Don't do that to yourself. Get that stuff in before October 14th, Ropers. We're going to go party it up and have a big time at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Resort. Las Vegas
0: make sure you get all your stuff done you know uh, the hotels have basically filled up um, so we do have availability at the Berkeley so as long as you get it in before October 14th the Berkeley really nice it's a mile away from the South Point so it's not that far we have great rates for that so call us here in the office we will help you with those reservations there um, and you know really just get your entries in
1: is this where I get to tell them about the pre-party?
0: Yeah, you get to tell them about the fun stuff. That
1: that that big event coming up on Friday, December 2nd, there in the Ram room, one of the Napa rooms of the South Point Hotel. Folks, I'm telling you about a cowboy Calcutta. We are going to Calcutta, that area World Series open. There's uh fifty thousand dollars added in that division. Ooh. Um The doors are going to open at 4.30. We're going to have us an NFR watch party first. And when that watch party is over, which would be about 8, 8.30 uh, Vegas time, then we're going to get into it and uh, rattle the gates and make a little noise. We'll be selling the go-rounds, be selling the averages. There's going to be party appetizers, a cash bar, that whole Vegas atmosphere. So you don't want to miss it Friday, December 2nd. Right after the NFR watch party in uh, the Ram Room, we're going to have us a Calcutta.
0: And, you know, Farron, and I had talked earlier about how we have availability at the Berkeley, but there is still availability at the South Point only for the weekend of December 2nd through the 5th. So that weekend where the open in the number 14 is going to be, if you are a roper in the open in 14 and you haven't gotten your hotel booked, Book that as soon as possible because that's filling up quick too, but that is available still at the South Point. So if you're worried about that and you're coming that first weekend, there is some availability, so get that done. Let's talk about our podcast Farron so we have you know some some good guys on here the first guy we talked to is Leo Campbell he won the number 9.5 Heartland at Abilene about two weeks ago and him and his partner Darren Foster they split $34,400 along with tons of prizes uh, pretty big deal so we got to talk to him he's a really great guy.
1: Yeah, he's a steer roping champion, come to find out. Guy's out of Amarillo, Texas, owner of Campbell's Bits and Spurs, which a lot of you are going to be familiar with. He got to take home the big check and lots of information about that guy.
0: Yeah, and then we got the chance to talk to Cooper Freeman. He was the Tunica Open winner, and he will be attending the American Eastern Regional Finals in the American Contender Tournament, so that was a great conversation as well. Yeah, and he's in
1: a unique situation. We got to talk to him about that, as he's going to have to pick up a partner to take to that Eastern Regionals, and we got to talk to him about that.
0: All right, everybody, well, tune in. Welcome, Leo, to our podcast. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Um, we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about your 9.5 Heartland win a few weeks ago in Abilene. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Well, thank 34, you. 34400 with your partner. You know, walk us through that weekend. What, you know, had, had you already roped? What had been going on? Have you roped with this partner before? You know, kind of explain everything that was going on that weekend.
2: Yeah. Um- yeah, I've roped with Darren before, um, not a long time. We've just kind of started roping together and he doesn't live very far from me and we've, we practice, uh, you know, on a decent amount. Uh, but, uh, as far as Abilene, uh, I actually just went down there for that roping, uh, which is unusual for me. I usually try to find several runs, you know, to, uh, make my odds better, I guess, if you will. And, uh, I did get another run in that nine heartland, but the nine heartland is actually the only roping I went down and roped in turned around and came home. So it was uh, a, a change for my norm,
1: I guess. So
0: Well, it worked out in your favor.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Leo, so when you got back to Amarillo, Texas, were you the talk of the town? Was everybody saying, hey, what about that guy? You just want him. You just split thirty four thousand.
2: Right. Yes. Uh, actually on the drive home I was getting phone calls and texts and I even got some texts from some numbers I didn't even don't even know who they were. <laughs> so I didn't have their number saved in
1: my phone or anything like that. But. Everybody wants to hang out with the champion, Leo that's just
2: how it is right that that's that's true that that's just
1: how it is that is awesome so was this one of the one of your biggest wins in your team roping career or oh yes
2: absolutely the biggest win and and actually all of my career i I tripped steers forever uh rodeo and whatnot and i've i've been to the national finals tripping steers and it's it's funny uh Darren's wife asked me, she goes, are you going to, or asked him, said, are you going to wear that buckle all the time? And he goes, well, sure. And she looked at me and said, are you going to wear that buckle all the time? Well, I want to go around at the national finals steer open the first year I went and I kind (laughs) of pulled it up and I said, well, this one's going to be kind of hard to Trump, you know? And she's like, yeah, well, I texted Darren on the way home and I said, you know, I'm going to have to rethink what I told your wife, Wendy, about that that Trump on trumping that buckle. I said, because the amount of money that I won with this buckle was twice the money I won with the NFR buckle.
1: <laughs> so, oh, how cool is that? There's a bunch of steer steer ropers over there. Jim Davis, he won him a big check. Uh, how about that? How about you guys? You guys kind of run in packs, don't you? Just real cool. Well, the steer ropers
2: are, we all know each other. That's for sure. So, but... Uh, yeah. And I told Darren too, that I've, I've backed in the box for a pretty fair amount of money at different places and lots of high pressure situations and having to get the job done and all that. But I had to admit to him that I'd never been that nervous before. Really? You got <laughs> so yeah, it was, you know, when you're, when you're high team
1: back, you know, everybody's watching you, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They want to see what's about to happen. So you had, you and Darren, how are you guys? How do you guys know each other? What's the What's the connection there?
2: Uh, just seeing each other at some ropings and whatnot, uh, and I don't know uh, how we act. Can't remember exactly when or where we met. Just at some ropings, or whatever, through mutual, you know, roping buddies and whatnot, and uh, just kind of figured out what his number was, and it worked for us to rope in the nine, and we just kind of started. Uh, jiving pretty good with each other first personalities and you know what we think about horsemanship and you know mm. practice ethics and stuff like that and it just jives real good.
1: Man, that's a good segue. Tell us about your horse.
2: Uh you know I just I bought him
1: uh he's an eight-year-old now. I
2: bought him as a six-year-old and uh he had been used outside and actually I didn't know it when I bought the horse. But then when I started roping with Darren, he goes, yeah, I used to own that horse. He said, I, I started him when he was a <laughs> colt and whatnot. And I was like, well, you did a heck of a job because when I got him, he's dang sure broke, but he'd never really been in the arena much and whatnot. And I finished him out as a head horse. So it, uh, he's a really cool horse, really quick footed and got lots of speed, but will just drop his head and walk out the arena and whatnot. So that made it even more special to win that roping with Darren since he had a hand in making the horse what he is today as well dang
1: sounds like he had a big part in it there leo
2: well it did it, uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool
1: it's pretty cool that is awesome how cool is that yeah i mean so so darren that's what he does too i guess he, he starts these horses and
2: yeah he's he's a really good hand with a horse that's one reason i like roping with him because um, you know as a steer roper a lot of us train our own horses and you typically have to be i don't want this to come across wrong but a little bit more of a horseman than like say the general team roper out there, you know, and Oh yeah, no, absolutely.
1: I get what you're saying.
2: So, uh, whenever I figured out that Darren, he's more into the horsemanship and, and practicing for the horse a lot of times more so than just making runs that that was another reason I really liked roping with Darren.
0: So, so tell me, you know, let's kind of go back a little bit to, you know, the, the heartland, Tell me about that last year. So your high team back. How fast did y'all have to be? And, and, you know, what was going through your head and just kind of walk me through what had happened.
2: So uh, I I told my wife, this is probably one of the, the blessings in disguise. One of the good times that my hearing isn't very good. (laughs) So of course I'd heard all day long what the rope was going to pay to win it. You know, the announcers are very good about hyping them up and whatnot, but uh Mm And then, as y'all know, uh, they play the music and whatnot during the short go and hyping things up. And And my hearing is so bad, like when that music's going and the announcer's announcing, I can't hear either one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't really have to work very hard at blocking all that out to just go do my job. And so to answer your question about how fast we needed to be, I honestly didn't know when I was riding in the box. I was just focused on roping the horns and taking that steer's head and getting a hold of him and controlling him good. And uh, looking back on it, we only won the roping by four-tenths of a second. So it's, it's not like we, like, blew him out of the water. But I just went and did my job, and Darren kicked up and did his job, and we ended up staying on top. So it was... Pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, how about that? Four tenths and just to end up on top, that's, uh, that's a heck of a deal right there. Yes, Because sure. yes. that split, you know, it pays 34000 to win it, and then, you know, it goes down from there. Sure. And, uh, and those guys don't get called to, to do the interviews there, Leo. The second, <laughs> the second's not getting a phone call. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. So, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. So um, are you guys going to Vegas? Are you guys going to go double, triple, down over there at uh, South Point.
2: Well, yeah, we we were planning on going to Vegas before we even roped there, but we was kind of you know hoping we'd place somewhere to be able to get the discounted fees and whatnot. And so, yeah, we sent our entries off. and
0: Leo, have you have you gone before?
2: Actually, no. This is my first time to rope in Vegas. Uh, now, I've been in Vegas. I make bits and spurs for a living, and uh, I've had a booth out there at uh, Cowboy Christmas. Uh, at the Las Vegas Convention Center, well, me and my dad had went for 23 years in a row just setting up a booth, selling our bits and spurs, and, and I've eased over there and watched the ro- roping at the South Point and stuff like that, but this will be literally the first time I've hauled a horse out to Las Vegas, so it's it'll definitely be a new experience for me, even though I've been out there uh, 22, 23 years, you know, so yeah it's, uh,
0: well i think you're gonna you're gonna love it it's it's a cool it's something something totally different um it's just a really cool experience so i think you'll have sure a really oh
2: great time. I, I, I can't wait
1: <laughs> i tell you what leo where 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 can they find your bits and spurs now you got my interest peaked.
2: <laughs> well like you said i'm here in amarillo texas um i've got a website campbellspurs.com and then uh on my personal facebook page i put stuff here and there and whatnot but uh probably the easiest way to contact me would be through the campbellspurs.com uh, have my phone number and address and all on there so
1: yeah you got conchos spurs horn knots hoof picks buckles and key rings you guys you do everything
2: yes sir yes sir yeah i do Man. i i probably do I'd say eighty to ninety percent of the conchos that uh, Larry Coates puts on his saddles. Oh so cool. You've you've probably seen my work and just didn't know. Absolutely. Realize we know you. Uh, we just don't no. know you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Heck and yeah. I I see a lot of lots of ropers. Uh of course in the steer roping world a lot of them guys use my bits and whatnot. Oh, of but course. I, I, I've still seen some bits pop up here and there at some ropings that I've been at. Seen somebody ride by and they've got my bit. So that's uh pretty satisfying to see guys using it
1: yeah we get to talk to a lot of people and you know it's really interesting i was uh, talking with a gentleman the other day it's like we never just sit and ask hey you know you know what what do you do or, you know how are you what's going on and here we are with uh i mean custom uh, bits and spurs yes so, sir yeah everybody needs to be sure to check that out well that's uh that's cool to know leo well thank you yeah
2: so
0: leo are you who are you going with to vegas is uh you you have family going out there or
2: um well me and darren had originally talked about me and him driving out together and then uh my wife she she can't go out the whole time she's a therapist for special needs kids uh here in Amarillo, and so she's she's gonna fly out towards the end and then ride home with me so um yes my wife will be out there for to watch me roping at least the the 11 roping so
1: well you better tell her to bring a suitcase that's empty so you can put all that money in there and go home (laughs) well that would be nice that would be nice
0: we appreciate you coming on and and talking with us and we'll hopefully get to see you out there in vegas here in a few months so
2: yes ma'am no i appreciate y'all calling and uh like i said it it was dang sure exciting and appreciate all the work everybody does to put all these ropings on because it is dang sure uh uh, enjoyable and exciting to go to them well
1: leo thank you and good luck over there man i hope you're hearing the music uh we're, we're go- we'll turn the music down a little bit so you can hear the announcer i don't know we're gonna have to mix it up man
2: <laughs> no no you can't you can't take my uh what is it on uh for love of the game he says uh Silence the Mechanism or something like that. That's (laughs) right. Yeah, I got to have that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Leo, thank you for joining us.
2: You
3: bet. Appreciate y'all. All
0: All right. So we have Cooper Freeman here. Cooper, thanks for joining us.
3: Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me.
0: Cooper won the Open at Tunica in the beginning of August and the American Contender Tournament. First off, how are you feeling at Tunica with kevin you know how did that day go how how are you roping have you you know kind of walk us through that whole event
3: uh it was a great day in tunica it was a great roping and a great production and uh we started off the day and made a couple good runs and uh there's a bunch of teams that were doing good and then the third round we was pretty late in the roping and everybody had kind of messed up there's still a few good teams and uh we uh, we had a good steer and we we made a good run and we was high callback and I actually had another callback that I messed up to place and uh, we had some time in the short round and Kevin done a great job getting out of the barrier and turning them all, all day and making it easy on me and we just done it again in the short round
1: that event you guys double dipped you guys won of course the average and then you guys won the the American how much money was it that
3: day Cooper uh, I believe we won like 7,000 a man or a little more.
1: Yeah, about yeah. This guy spent fourteen grand, which is amazing. Ten thousand dollars added. We've got uh, we've got two more spots left in San Antonio and Buckeye coming up. But uh, you've already qualified, and you found yourself in a in a situation which um, was going to present itself at one point or another. And uh, now Kevin's going to rope with Adam Plyler, I understand, and which leaves you open to pick somebody else up but you got to get them from, uh, the area world series finale. Uh,
3: I don't have anybody in mind yet. I, I've just kind of, I've talked to a couple guys and I'm just going to see how it plays out and kind of see who's available.
1: What do you think about this setup now, now that it's a one header and all that money added, is this something that really levels it out for everybody? Uh, what's, what's your view? You're a guy that uses the product and uses the system and, and, uh, going to uh, take advantage of it. What, uh, what in your mind, uh,
3: works to your advantage? Yeah, I think it's a great setup. Uh, that's what all the team ropers want is, uh, less teams and more money. And that's, that's exactly what the Americans done. And, uh, it gives, I feel like it gives a, a lot of guys in my shoes, a chance, a young guy or not, not the rodeo guys. And, uh, I feel like it just kind of spreads it out a little bit and gives everybody an equal chance. And, uh, I like it.
0: Tell kind of the viewers a little bit more about yourself. You know, you you just turned 20 a few weeks ago. You're a a national high school champ. You know, what do you do for work? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Just a few things.
3: Yes, ma'am. I'm from Carthage, Missouri. And uh, I'm going to school at Cisco College. And I've been living in Stephenville. And we've just been roping every day and working at it going to the college rodeos and jackpotting as much as we can
0: what are you studying at school
3: Uh, i'm getting my ag major
0: makes sense and so and you're on the rodeo team as well you said
3: yes ma'am who are you rodeoing with uh i've been college rodeoing with corbin rice and i think i'm gonna rodeo next year with mason appleton
1: oh man just right just right good deal and when's the next college rodeo because you guys had a bye week this last weekend right
3: yeah, we had two two um, off weeks, and then we go to Clarendon College and to uh, not this weekend, but next weekend.
1: All right, good deal, good deal. So you've had so there's just been two rodeos: Pertalis and Saul Ross. Yes, sir. in the Southwest region. Yes, sir. Good deal. How was uh, uh, how was Saul Ross?
3: Uh, we placed fourth in the first round and no good in the short round.
1: No good. Yeah. It's just a guy's got to really try to get his momentum going right off the – get him off the bat, but you guys are – you guys will get it figured out, no doubt. I've I've seen you do it too many times,
3: Cooper. (laughs) Yes, sir.
0: You know, are you excited about this American?
3: Oh, yeah, every every team roper's is excited about the American. It's one of the deals that everybody looks to every year, and uh, I got my spot early, and it was exciting. I'm excited to to go to the semifinals and, and see how it works out from there.
1: Are you gonna to try to go to the finale in December with that the fifty thousand dollars added?
3: Yes, sir. Yep, I'm gonna rope with Mason out there. You got Mason. Okay, awesome.
1: That's gonna be good. You know, we're going to uh, have a Calcutta out there as well, so it's good to know. I'm gonna put you in the back of my mind right there, Cooper. I've got this. Uh, uh, if anybody's listening, these are my sleeper. This is one of my sleeper teams, so mm-hmm. they better pay attention to you guys. Yes, sir. You guys will be fun to watch. That's gonna be good. Have you did have you been to Vegas before to go rope out in that open or the any of the other divisions coming up? Yes,
3: sir. I've uh I've been out there two years now and I didn't do no good the first year. And last year me and James Arviso ended up winning second in the open finale. How
1: about that? Oh James Arviso. Funny how you guys find each other. What You guys like team up through Snapchat or how does this work? <laughs> all you kids have like this underground deal. You guys know each other. You'll see a guy roping uh, like Arviso. He, he'll be over there in Arizona and you'll see him teamed up with a guy in Arkansas roping in Colorado. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: It's uh, me and James, we've always been buddies and we've roped in the junior opens a lot growing up and, just at the high school finals and we've jackpot every year so Man. we just uh, we kind of were roping a little bit and we decided to try it out there
1: right hey who was kind of instrumental in your successes Cooper I mean you get you kids you, I call you guys kids I'm 22 years older than you so I can do it I guess <laughs> but you guys figure out how to rope so fast and when I like when I say figure it out that you learn fast, but like the game has changed so much. Instead of it being catching, there's speed. What's uh what's who was instrumental in helping you out?
3: Besides uh, all the
1: hard work that you had to put into it also.
3: Yes, sir. It's just kind of been one of them deals that I grew up in Missouri and not not around a lot of great ropers every week. And so I I was uh, whenever I was growing up it was always just track until you knew you were gonna catch and so I got pretty good at that. And then so the last few years, I've been really having to work on go faster. And I've been down here at school and I've been living with Tyler Worley. So he's been helping me and just watch a lot of videos and talk to guys and just try to figure it out.
1: How many days a week do you practice? How many hours a day do you think that you, um, that you put in in order to get to uh, where you're at right now?
3: Uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of trial and error, and we we wrote every day that we've got a spare hour. We try to saddle them up and run some. So, it that's helped me a lot too. Is just be down here and we take care of our stuff, and every chance we get, we rope. What about uh,
1: horsemanship? Is that how big is that is to to you guys at this level?
3: Oh, uh, it, it's crazy. That uh, it seems like everybody can heal two feet. And right. Everybody that can, or whoever gets gets there the fastest, gets in good position, seems like they win the most. Right.
1: Right, and that horsemanship comes into play right there. If you can't get that horse where you need to be, you're going to be in trouble.
3: That's right.
1: Well, good. Cooper, that's awesome, man. It's um, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you and Mason. Uh, thank you're you. a good guy. You've always carried yourself. Well, I've seen you come up for a long time and, um, uh, hadn't been around you much, but I've seen you roping and been a big fan of it. And, uh, thanks for carrying yourself well and, and good luck in Vegas. Good luck in, uh, the American. I hope you get a lion's share of all that
3: money that they're giving away. Yes, sir. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Thanks so much, Cooper. Thanks for coming on.
3: Yes, ma'am. Thank you guys.
0: All right, Farron, that was a lot of fun. I want to thank Leo and Cooper for being on our podcast, and we got to hear all about their stories, what they're up to, and honestly, what's to come.
1: Yes, but talk about what's to come. What about this weekend? We've got more qualifiers. This is going to be, what, the last weekend they have the chance to qualify for the Area World Series finale. Is that right?
0: Yep, the last weekend. And Ropers, if you have not been to a qualifier this year, or have did not go to the finale last year then you will not be eligible if you try to direct enter so With that said, you will need to be heading to a qualifier this weekend or the practice pin this weekend or the practice pin next Wednesday. So, Farron, what are are the qualifiers they can head to?
1: Yeah, that's right. You better jump in your Ram truck, hook up your Bloomer trailer, and better get to Wirtz, Virginia. JX2 Productions is going to be up there at Double D Arena. Or you could go to uh, the Wickenburg Qualifier with Fuller Productions. That'll be held in the team roping capital of the world, Wickenburg, Arizona. And then you can also attend Andrews, Texas at the Andrews County Expo. It's going to be Matthews Land and Cattle with an Andrews qualifier. Then the Philip Ranch. The Phillip Boas out of Bryan, Texas at Brazos County Expo. We'll be having the Bryan qualifier. And then your last chance, it's going to be West Coast Dreaming with David S. Brown and the World Series Morgan Hill qualifier in Morgan Hill, California.
0: And and Baron, you know, I kind of briefly mentioned the practice pin, but let me give you a little bit more information. So, the practice pin. If you cannot make it to any of those qualifiers, you can qualify for Vegas this weekend from your home. Everything is on the World Series page to be able to find out the information on who to text, how to get on Facebook live, how to measure the barrel, all of that stuff. So if you haven't done it, it's a really cool opportunity that you can do from your home. There's no dress code, but please wear a shirt because you know,
1: yeah, the last we have, guy, my
0: goodness. <laughs> we, we have to watch those videos. Hey, so. girls
1: over there, yeah. They missed it. They missed his time, folks. Don't
0: do that. <laughs> no, no. But also, <laughs> next Wednesday um, is the last opportunity. So Wednesday, October 12th is the last opportunity for the practice pin for this year to qualify for Vegas. So um, last Wednesday – I, I'm one of the people that help work the practice pin, and we had almost 200 entries on a Wednesday, which is wild. So I assume this weekend is going to be nuts, so make sure you get your entries in. Make sure you, if you want to do the practice pin, it's open right now. Go to globalhandicaps.com. Uh, get you and your team in, and as many as runs as you want to do, you're welcome to do. So as many times as you want to go, we'll be here. We'll be ready to watch those videos. So. All right, Farrell, thanks so much for being on this podcast. We're going to do one more this year in November, kind of getting ready for Vegas and more things that we need to talk about and discuss about what's happening um, in the team roping world. So I appreciate you being on always, even though you're clearly a busy guy. So,
1: well, thanks for having me. It's always fun to do these out of the box podcasts. And This is where you're going to find all the information, folks. So like and share when they post.
0: Yes share us. Farron, hopefully by the time I talk to you, maybe I'll get another state championship. Who knows? Hey, Could be good in the running. luck on
1: that volleyball.
0: Thank you. We only got a month left. and Go
1: Sun Devils.
0: Woo! We, we're we in the rankings right now, so we're moving up. It's taken a little bit. We've had a little bit of work, but we're on our way. So,
1: All right. Well, you better say you had a state championship next time we talk. <laughs> All right. We're expecting big things from you.
0: All right. Well, appreciate it. Thanks, Farron. See you down the road.